stick to the Bible. All these are simply theories, man-made theories for one purpose, to make a buck. Salutations and greetings. Welcome to Neville Mind Tricks, your favorite occasional Neville podcast. Today, we are going to talk about richly sneezing while brushing your teeth. Richly sneezing while brushing your teeth. Surprisingly, yet believe it or not, that happened to me today. I used a technique shared in an earlier podcast and was able to come out of the other side of that. Okay, it wasn't too bad. But yeah, I'm sure everyone listening to this has brushed their teeth within the last 24 hours or possibly planning on brushing their teeth in the next 24 hours. So something we could all relate to. Feel free to share your fun sneezing while brushing your teeth stories to Neville Mind Tricks at Gmail. Dot com. Sometimes I'll say, I think it was either the most recent or one of the most recent podcasts I had a success story and I saved it to the end. Made me feel like one of those uh, Dungery Do scumbags that like, wait until the end of the video and then I'll tell you how you could buy my and I promise that you may regret it, but I won't. So let me start with a success story. I guess this might be around the middle of the podcast. Or at least towards the beginning, depending on how long it ends up running. So I was working with a guy who wanted a new job, a different job. So there was a particular organization that caught his fancy. He applied and almost immediately received a rejection notice. Neville talks about this in one of his lectures, surprisingly. But this chap wasn't too happy. He went on the deep end somewhat. What a stupid blankety-blank company. How dare they not hire me? How dare they not even bring me in for an interview? So on and so forth. Then the other day, I got a unsolicited message from the same individual saying that the company's stock plummeted almost, gosh, I can't remember the percentage. And I know these percentages are big for those who are in the stock market, but I think it went down 40%, if not greater. I want to say about 40% one day, and there was all this speculation, and people think that the organization may be going out of business soon or get bought out by another organization. So I guess the success story is 
trust the process because we don't know what we don't know, you know? The next slash last thing I want to share is something about spectrums. Because I noticed that although a lot of things can fall into spectrums, there are a lot of things that are treated as absolute. Like this is the must. This is the way to do something. This is the only way to do something. So on and so forth. The spectrum I'm going to discuss is the spectrum of wealth. And I'm going to talk about a few individuals. Let's start with the one that you probably heard of, unless, of course, you've been living under a rock drinking Bud Light. So you have Elon Musk, wealthiest person in the world. I think he's richer than Bezos, Jeff Bezos of Amazon fame, Washington Post, that scumbag that we probably buy from at least monthly, if not more frequently. Maybe you don't. I don't know. Can't speak for you. But then you have Elon Musk. So he has a Tesla automobiles, which you see out in a boot. You have the SpaceX, which I guess blew up the other day, and he bought Twitter, kind of pushing towards more free speech, if you care or follow any of that stuff. But he keeps working. He keeps doing bigger and better things, and I think he was asked once, and I didn't care to listen to the interview, so I didn't. But he gave his answer as to why he keeps working. I think he has, like at least five kids, if not more. But with the billions and billions of dollars, he purchased Twitter, I think within the year for about $4 billion, maybe less than that, I don't know. But again, here's a guy that doesn't have to work, does, has access to billions and billions of dollars. We can only imagine what kind of house he lives in, what kind of cars he drives, which we're probably presuming... Teslas or a Tesla. But anyway, here's the other end of the spectrum. So he's a fella, familiar with this fella. It could be a lady too, but kind of independently wealthy. Has a nice home in the city where this person wants to live. So a lot of people will do... I mean, with the housing market, the way it's been the last few years, it really didn't matter too much where you lived. Housing was expensive, as you know what, as Hades everywhere. So it really didn't matter. But when it, when it, when there's a sense of normalcy, like a house in that I could buy out here in Arizona, I could buy the same house in like Podunk, Kentucky for a fraction of the price. But again... I don't know what the housing market looks like now, but there was a time where if I wanted to live in the same similar style house, I could just buy it in a different place and pay a lot less money, cost of living's cheaper, so on and so forth. So I guess the person we're talking about in this story is good. So they have a home in exactly the city they want to live in, <clears throat> has a modest import car. No offense if you're a American car person. Some people might think that they're... 
unless it's a Tesla. I don't think Tesla are considered an American car. But so this person has an import vehicle. Um, I think they're one, I want to say they're in their 50s, maybe 40s. I don't know. But they're pretty much independently wealthy. They work when they want to work. They do what they really love to do. Lives where they want to live. Um, you could say they're wise or unwise. They are not married, don't have children. So a person lives single by themselves with a dog, big surprise, in a city where they want to live, drives a reliable imported vehicle, and only has to work if and when they choose. So that's a degree of of richness. If you compare that to Elon Musk, you probably think the person is a pauper, but let's do somewhere in the middle. So again, this individual familiar with their, um, a CEO of a one company. I don't know if they still are involved in another company or sit on the board of directors of a company they started. This person probably comfortably pulls in almost $10 million a year and has two, at least two homes worth about $2 million each in different parts of the country. With the workload, I'm presuming they're working 60, 70 hours a week, that's dressed up and out of the house, working, 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 or being in a work environment. But their trappings of wealth in this example are the two homes worth approximately $2 million each in different parts of the country and an annual pre-tax income of around, let's say, nine, ten million dollars. So if you wanted to do it on a spectrum, you could say that that person's level of riches are in between Elon Musk and the first person living in a modest home in the town that they want to live in. So that's the point of all this. And we could cut down a little bit. Again, I don't know about Elon Musk's um, relationship situation. I know he was married and had five kids and ended that to go with, uh, I don't know, a singer type and named a kid after some weird symbol he made up. I don't know. But you always see him at sporting events. I've seen him at the Super Bowl. I've seen him at the World Cup, not personally, but watching it on the television. So at least he has the outward appearance of somewhat freedom of schedule and he's been in relationships. I mentioned the first person is not in a relationship that they speak over that I know of. So who knows what their lifestyle is. I just know that they live with a dog, but they're in 40s or 50s, don't have any pe- don't have any children or relationship to speak of. And then the person in the middle making almost 10 million a year, working 80 hours a week, has a wife and children. So you could view that as richness also. So there's so many spectrums of riches. And we all know people that maybe encompass all of that spectrum, a small part of the spectrum or whatever end of the spectrum. And it's hard to say because that is richness too. One can say, well, you know, Here's a person that lives paycheck to paycheck, maybe doesn't have the best credit report, but could get a good mortgage 
rate if they want to pay high digits. Thanks to uh, Brandon. But they're surrounded by family and friends that love them and they're well liked in their city or town or whatever. Maybe it's the same town they went to high school with. Maybe they're a big fat guy now, but they used to be a captain of their football team in high school 20 some odd years ago. Some people might think that's richness. Some people think might think that the guy, the gal that's single, lives with a dog in the city is richer than anybody else because they don't have any family to support. So all the money that is coming in is all for them to do whatever it is. So it doesn't really matter. So I guess the point of the spectrum is the definition of success, your definition of richness, your definition of this, that, or the other, isn't anybody else's definition. And if somebody else is trying to define that for you, whether implicitly or explicitly tell them to kick rocks tell them to pound sand because this is all about you and no one else all right that was it i can expand a little bit on the three best ways to learn neville but possibly save that for another occasional neville podcast And speaking of, until that time will come, may come, May is good because it's the merry, merry month of May. Reminds me of the time I was strolling through the park one day. Dream better than the best, you know? Remember, the best ways to learn more Neville are by one, self-study, two, study buddies, three, avoiding the algorithm.